0: Hello, everybody. This is Coffee Conversations with Father David, and I'm um, Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing well today. Good to be back for another week. So it's uh, it's Holy Week. It's Holy Week. Holy Week. Here we are. The week of weeks. Like um, it's like the finals. Game game three. You know, game three of the finals at this point.
1: I liked your homily this morning about uh, this is like the final four. You know. Uh, yeah,
0: for sure. it's it's, yeah. it's game time. We're mm-hmm. getting ready here. At uh, the parish, I know we got uh, we got the got the oils yesterday. So uh, Tuesday of uh, of Holy Week, the uh, priests and people from the diocese and uh, everything uh, meet up with the bishop in downtown Cleveland. It was a little different this year, uh, unfortunately, because everyone couldn't be there. But but the bishop from the diocese he. Uh, Consecrates, uh, pray, blesses all the oils that are going to be used throughout the diocese uh, for the entire year. So we have different oils for the some of the sacraments. Uh, we have uh, sacred chrism, which I always love because it's basically it's just it's just olive oil and then it has uh, balsam uh, with it, Which I don't actually know what what is balsam. I'm not really
1: sure, but it smells really nice. It smells real <laughs> great,
0: um, and especially because we use it for because uh, well, we use it for baptisms, uh, use for confirmations. Um, what else do we?
1: Ordination. Ordina- <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Ordinations, uh, and it has a really great smell to it, and because we use it like at these times of you know really I mean special moments, and then we get it around Easter, it's always kind of like this beautiful kind of like new life smell. Mm-hmm. So we have sacred chrism, we have the oil of the sick that we use for anointings, uh, and then the oil of catechumens, which is used at baptism uh, and and some other places. So. Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. We have our we have our oils. The uh, uh, we got the palms last weekend. We're 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 ready to go. Are you doing anything fun the, during this 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 time, Digabatta? Well, we're doing Tenebrae tonight, so oh, I'll yeah. be leading that. And you'll be singing
1: um, Lamentations the Lamentations of of Jeremiah. And Tenebrae is an evening prayer. That kind of I don't know. It's kind of like the overture for mm-hmm. the Triduum. It it looks at history and God loving us and there's a huge loud noise and there's a candle that goes spoiler, back behind spoiler the, alert yeah a candle that goes back behind the screen and it looks like the light is gone but it comes back out yeah mm-hmm. it reminds us that it looks like Jesus has died but Jesus comes back in a new way
0: mm-hmm. yeah so I think this podcast is going to be coming out probably well holy Saturday so mm-hmm. probably many people will be listening after uh, the Easter season uh well after the, the the triduum but uh you know we're really we're really pretty excited here for these next few days so this this time is called the triduum um so from holy thursday to easter sunday even though there is a number of different uh celebrations uh, and masses and and which not it's actually one one celebration mhm What's it? Can you say something to that? Sure.
1: There's no final blessing at the end of Holy Thursday, the Mass of the Lord's Supper. And then when we come in for the Good Friday service, we don't start with the sign of the cross or anything. We start by laying down in front of the cross. Yeah. And there's no real end to the Good Friday service. It just leads into
0: Easter vigil. Right, right. Um, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Do you have a do you have a favorite liturgy of uh, of of the triduum? I think for me, Easter vigil is really special. But
1: for me, it's when um, on Good Friday at three o'clock when yeah. we do the veneration of the cross. Yeah, watching people come up. Now this year it's going to be different because you can't touch the cross. But yeah. some folks they can barely walk up the aisle, and they just you can tell that it's a very prayerful moment for them. Yeah. Or some people that you know, their hearts are broken, just touch the cross.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just a really profound experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love, uh, I love Good Friday too. <laughs> I generally, I suppose if you looked at the, the movies, the music I, I listen to and watch, I do like kind of melancholic <laughs> uh, kind of things. I mean, in Good Friday, it's a, there's a somber tone, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a real tone to it. And even though it's not a, it's not a mass, it's just, it's a beautiful um, kind of celebration. You know, and just kind of very low-key and acapella you know music a lot of times and and everything probably the probably the other moment that I love the most is um, so the Easter vigil on Saturday night is the uh, exalted hmm so it's this long chant probably about uh, probably about 10, 10 minutes long uh, the whole thing and it just kind of there's a lot of beautiful imagery and you know talking about because at, at that point you know the the church is dark. Uh, and there's you know, candlelight and, and things, and it's kind of talking about the imagery of kind of moving from darkness to light and, mm-hmm. uh, and, the, and the and the worker bees and the honey, <laughs> you know, kind of a symbol of the church, you know, in different ways. And uh, it's a really beautiful chant, so I'm excited to, to kind of do that this year with the choir. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, No, Father Joe is going to be doing a food blessing on Saturday.
1: That's one of my favorite things, too. Yeah. Um, I remember as a kid, we would bring food, and mm-hmm. it would always be like, bossi and oh yeah bread and the stuff that you walk into church and it just
0: smells so good yeah yeah and you know and father Joe said you could you could bless you know, your wine and your beer you're gonna you <laughs> know, have for Easter too so, <laughs> so I I no, walk in with a six-pack
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but just uh, put it in Easter basket it'll look oh yo, nice, you just yeah so you it's know. fine just mm-hmm. put
0: maybe put like a you know a hard-boiled egg next to it <laughs> but hey it's uh it's good so we're excited for for holy Week and and all the celebrations really entering into this time, and we're 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 out of Lent now, but we're into a new season, uh, Easter, which is actually longer than Lent. How how many days is is the Easter season? Easter is fifty. Fifty days.
1: I wow. heard this, a commentator say the Easter season's longer than Lent because we should be rejoicing longer than we should be like suffering
0: yeah yeah um, well the and the what well, the, the suffering is for us you know christians is is always in view of the resurrection know, resurrection mm-hmm. in your life right yeah so i think you know again we have we have seasons uh, as catholics and it's kind of a nice thing you know i love living in ohio where there is the changing of the seasons i mean certainly you get to do you know different things at different times of year mm-hmm. but it also that doing also lends to a being you know that first day of a new season just you get a smell of the fresh air and it really does kind of change something inside of you kind of gives you a new perspective on life
1: we've enlarged the garden this year oh so um the last yesterday it was 70 degrees and i wanted to go out and just buy things to put in the ground but not quite ready for that yet it's a little too
0: early yeah Ground, the ground's still a little hard.
1: The ground's a little hard. The weather's a little cold. Yeah. The snow
0: still could come. Yeah. But, yeah, we have these we have these seasons. And uh, it makes sense that we have seasons within the church. And, you know, Lent we're very good at, uh, at entering into, I think, in general, you know, as a church. We, we generally have a focus, you know, prayer, fasting, almsgiving, and, you know, fasting on uh, fasting and abstaining from uh, meat and food and on Fridays and this and that. Um, but... I think it's a quite good question of like, well, is Lent the only season we actually have to be doing something or have some focus? And maybe could we do that in in Easter and the other and the other seasons. Um so I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, the Easter season and maybe how maybe how could we how could we enter into it, you know, in a in a particular way um in our own lives. So So with Easter, you know, we celebrate, so obviously, so the resurrection, right? We celebrate uh you know new life and and freshness and the in the spring and kind of all these different things I mean and ultimately you know salvation, which is something that is we acknowledge as a gift you know not something that we you know acquired you know on our own and was able to do for ourselves, but something that was gifted to us by God, so I think maybe a way of entering into Easter is kind of entering into this reality of rejoicing and and what are we really rejoicing in? What do you think? What do you think it means to, you know, to rejoice? You know, Deacon. Get...
1: I think it's being grateful for a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the the stories of Jesus's resurrection and his encounter with the disciples, they weren't rejoicing after the crucifixion. They yeah. weren't rejoicing when they were sitting in the upper room alone. The only thing they could rejoice about was that encounter with Jesus, mm-hmm. who says He loves them and forgives them, and now it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times we miss that that encounter with Jesus or that need for salvation or that need mm-hmm. for
0: forgiveness because mm-hmm. um, we don't feel like we had much to rejoice about. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's I mean, and that's a good point because like you know, the disciples and the apostles like after their crucifixion, they were like still horrified. Mm-hmm. Because they could be next. (laughs) You know, they were, yeah. I mean, they were horrified. Just, I mean, obviously what happened, you know, that was pretty shocking. Mm -hmm. Um, Knowing that, like, they could be next. um, And they were still, like, processing that. They were still kind of being in a, a, they were still in a place of suffering. But yet then you have all this crazy stuff that happens with Jesus. And um, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's two sides of this, two sides of this coin. And, you know, as Christians, we have suffering that's that's inevitable but we always look at it you know in view of of the resurrection but then even when we're in the time of resurrection you know we always remember that like of the suffering that came before even when mm-hmm. jesus rose from the dead i mean he still had his wounds mm-hmm. you know they were they were new they were different um, but he he still had them and yeah i think it's i think it's you know with rejoicing it is it is receiving things as uh as a gift you know that really all that we have you know we can take for granted a lot of the things around us just kind of on a day-to-day basis i mean just the fact that we do exist you know how often do we just kind of take that for granted that we wake up every day um, that we have you know an earth a beautiful place to live Maybe, you know, when it's raining and Mm -hmm. (laughs) raining sideways and cold outside, maybe you don't see it as much, but, you know, but that we have people around us in some degree or the other, maybe not in the way that we would want, you know, all the time. But, you know, we have, we have these, we have these things. And, you know, do we kind of, are we, are we going to be tempted to kind of stay in Lent, you know, uh, especially with so many things going on in the world and, you know, things that aren't seemingly going to change very quickly, Or may get more difficult, you know. In some ways, you know, are we still going to be tempted to kind of live in this Lenty place, um, or are we going to be kind of moving towards something new?
1: I think the story of Mary Magdalene at the end of John's Gospel. She goes to the tomb, and she's crying because her best friend died. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a horrible last couple days. She saw this pain. So she gets to the tomb, and the tomb's empty. And she's just crying, and her eyes are blurred. And that's when the gardener comes up to her, and she says, Sir, you know, where have you taken um, Jesus' body? Mm -hmm. She doesn't recognize it was Jesus because she's crying, she's distressed, she Mm -hmm. feels alone. And that's when Jesus just says her name, and she knows that this is Jesus. And she wants to go give him this big hug, and he says, you know, now's not a time to hug. Mm-hmm. But go tell my friends that I'm back, mm-hmm. um, in a new way. I think that image of mm-hmm. asking to be able to see Jesus, mm-hmm. in whatever that situation is, helps us then to rejoice. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like Mary Magdalene, we're just stuck crying. Yeah. You know, we we never take that step into experiencing Jesus and the resurrection.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so to say that, like you know, we as Christians, we talk about you know having a relationship with God. We talk about, you know, that the resurrection isn't just uh, an event, uh, but something that we're called to experience uh, in our own lives. You know, the power of the resurrection is open and, and available to us. And, I mean, those are, those are kind of mysterious claims. You know, mm-hmm. like, what exactly does that mean? Like, oh, that's a nice idea, um, but like, what does that actually mean for my life? I, I think that question in and of itself isn't even bad. Like that's a good question Mm -hmm. because on some level you're, we're seeking to understand something that's beyond us. And you know, our faith really is a mystery. It's not something we can really under, it's never, we're never going to understand it fully, but it's something we can come to understand, you know, through, through the living of our, of our life. So yeah, I mean, what is, what does the resurrection mean? Like, I mean, I I even asked myself, like, where have I experienced the resurrection you know, in in my own life. And I mean, I, I know kind of maybe more or less, you know, kind of kind of some ways, but it's honestly something I'm still kind of like experiencing. And I think if we have that question, like, well, what is the resurrection? What does it actually mean? Uh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna find unless we seek, you know, if we just say like, well, I don't really know what that means. And um, I'm just going to kind of stay here and do my thing and, you know, wait for God to, you know, do something in my life to show me. You know, we may not find it, you know, in the time that we maybe we need to.
1: Uh, I think the the upper room story where they lock the doors and they're afraid. Um, I think a lot of us live life in those locked rooms, you know, mm-hmm. in fear. Um, but Jesus comes right through the door. Mm-hmm. And I think... Asking Jesus to enter our lives, mm-hmm. even if we feel like we got the door locked, somehow, God is always the one who initiates um, that first contact with us yeah and says that you're loved and you're forgiven, and I want you to to move yeah. on with yeah. me and come out of the locked room.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah, so yeah, that's real good. I think you know God wants to help us you know, no matter where we're at in, in life. At the same time, he wants us to um, kind of cooperate with him too, mm-hmm. and actually expose ourselves to the, expose ourselves to the places, you know, that there is joy and life to be found. So, in kind of thinking about this, like, so, like, what 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 could we actually, you know, tangibly do, you know, for the Easter season for these fifty days? How could we enter into into our life, into our families, into our relationships, maybe in a new way? Uh, so we're not just kind of going back to the same things that we were before. Mm-hmm. But entering into it in a new way, you know, because we want to, f- we want to feel, you know, you know, God's love and power and the, and the resurrection. We want to feel that in a certain way. Well, sometimes our doing has to come before our, our feeling, right? You know, um, to encounter, to experience reality. We have to maybe change some of the things that we actually do. So maybe I was just thinking, like, you know, maybe if we kind of were struggling with a lot of heaviness, maybe we need maybe to make a resolution of, you know, go, go see as many sunsets. You know as you can you know uh, the lake's not far at least you're mm-hmm. if you're in menor you know make it a goal to go out to the lake maybe twice a week or see as many of those as possible you know so we you know this is something that just kind of happens we take us take it for granted but we're so busy and caught in our own heads and and on online and in our in our emails and that we actually i mean we miss the stuff and it that's an opportunity to re- to really rejoice in the goodness of, of creation that we that we miss out um, because we're kind of so just caught in everything else.
1: And there's that saying about misery loves company. Mm. You know, yeah. like sometimes we hang around with people that are just dark and miserable.
0: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, maybe yeah. it's time to go and, and try to find those people that are rejoicing. Right. Because um, those are the people that, that draw us. To God yeah. are those people that have experienced God and share God's love with us. So ask God to put those people into your life that get you out of that misery loves company group and right ends up with joyful loves company group.
0: Yeah, yeah. Plan, mission for Easter: find a new friend. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Find someone else, e- even if you have you feel like you have good friends in your life. You know, the joy of sharing you with someone else too. Mm-hmm. You know, it is it's itself a gift. Yeah. And even just in our relationships, you know, maybe seeking to live our relationships, you know, a little more deeply and intentionally instead of like, you know, instead of sitting in front of the TV, Netflix, you know, for the eighth day, eighth night in a row, you know, maybe we get together with our spouse, get together with a friend. And actually, whether it's whether it's out and about or, you know, um, at home, we actually kind of take some intentional time with them, Mm -hmm. you know, and and sit and share and talk uh, instead of kind of just, I don't know retreating to the internet which 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 we often do mm-hmm. so seeking to to kind of find some joy in 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 human relationship uh, a little more yeah so there's some little thoughts uh, just on 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 easter maybe how can we how can we enter into it you know a little more deeply you know as a as an entire season you know whole whole 50 days not just uh, you know, just Easter Day, and mm-hmm. where we cram a bunch of food in our mouths and <laughs> sit around and have some good conversation. But, but that uh, it's a whole season that we could we we could enter into. So I, think I just wanted to talk about you know just the opportunity you know that we have you know in uh, in this time. So before we go, uh, we'll as we always do, we'll invite uh, God to be with us. In the, name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. Thanks and praise for the gift of this um, Easter season, of this time of resurrection that you have uh, gifted us. We ask you to open our minds and our hearts uh, to receive um, the gift of everything, the gift of our lives, uh, of our of our earth, of our of our families, of our friends, uh, of all uh, of our homes. Just all everything you have given to us. May we not take anything for granted. But truly, to be able to uh, rejoice deeply uh, and profoundly, uh, all that you have given to us, we ask you to be with us in this time. If we feel sorrow or, or loss, uh, remind us that you are you are with us, and the power of your resurrection will overcome any any sorrow or distress that we continue to experience. Be with us, um, keep us safe, and keep us on on the way to heaven, where you desire to be, uh, desire us to be. Rast us all in your name amen, amen. Father, son mm-hmm. holy spirit amen. amen all right everybody stay uh, stay well enjoy easter uh, don't eat too much uh, eat, too, eat too much easter candy yep <laughs> might have to go on a might have to go on a run or two or five or five yeah M- mally's uh mally's chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> oh yeah well it'll happen all right live all right. in the resurrection god bless adios